Welcome to Statterats. This is a podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. My name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother Ethan. Ethan, say hi. Hello. And our friend David. David, say hi. What's happening? Uh, we got a lot to cover this week. It's true. We're two weeks ahead. Wow. We are. Most of it is because efficient. of like I'm leaving, like and that yeah, also logistics. That, that'll give us buffer so that we can record the next one right before the next episode comes out. So we actually kind of have like almost four weeks if we think about it. Wow, a month off. Not really. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we throw out different numbers, try to guess which one is higher and which one is lower. Um, so let's dive right into the numbers for this week. The question is, are there more pay phones in the U.S. or 7-Elevens worldwide? So like a uh, like a phone booth kind of phone? Yeah, I'm, a f- I'm familiar with the pay phone. Yeah, I know, like but... The Maroon 5 song. <laughs> so I, I felt like pay phone was almost like a made-up term until I Googled it, and that's what everyone calls it, but... Wait, it, re- Yeah, do yeah. you, you no, want to guess? No, I know what a pay phone is. I know, I know, but I felt like I thought there was a different term for it that I didn't know. Hmm. So, anyway, I guess they're called payphones, right? Yeah. They are called payphones. Okay. And I have As a number. That's made popular by the Maroon 5 song. From 2018. They really made it. Yeah. From the FCC, about how many payphones they have in the U.S. I feel like my gut is almost so high for 7-Eleven. Like, not even close, these numbers. It's worldwide 7-Eleven. Exactly. Worldwide and I feel 7-Eleven. like 7-Eleven, I know that 7-Eleven is like a phenomenon in like japan and places like that where it's really popular here's a question are we are we um, no one uses payphones well so no one uses payphones this is what i think my question is are we being blinded by our localized biases does no one use payphones in massachusetts but there's like a shitload of payphones in fucking arizona that we're just like aren't aware of i mean there's the possibility that there are a ton of payphones that aren't used but i think that like most people just have cell phones at this point let me tell you that a fifth of the of the payphones left in the u.s are in new york city a fifth. Mm. So maybe we're skewed. Interesting. Dude, there are no payphones, bro. Well, I think they're in I think the they're in is, train stations. They like yeah, they they are. And where they like it's you never see one payphone, right? Like it's a bank of payphones. There's and like twelve. Also, like I think realistically we if we do see them, yeah, just, we're not paying it like right. it's yeah, it's background. I pay it I notice them because I watched the movie Phone Booth with Colin Farrell once and I'm always preparing for the eventuality that's gonna happen to me. Is that if you're, you're like unfamiliar, he's, stuck in he's literally in a phone booth with a payphone for the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like there's a like budget. a terrorist. There's, there's a terrorist who's like, if yeah. you leave this phone booth, I'll kill your family. Good movie. I liked it. Okay, I haven't um, seen it, but so you've been looking out for payphones. So I've been looking sense. out for payphones because, like, you never know when you <laughs> when walk. The terrorist will right, call you exactly. On your I think so, yeah, if you walk by a payphone that rings, you kind of want to pick it up. There I was feel like you have to, there yeah, was yeah. a payphone in my high school, which was torn down when I graduated, so that payphone doesn't exist anymore. But it did. It was there. But this is from 2018, bro. These numbers. They're mostly run by independent, uh, like, companies at this point. Sprint sold off their payphones in 2006, AT&T theirs in 2008, and then Verizon in 2011. Yeah. The question is, do you, I mean, I don't think you should answer this question for me. How many countries have 7-Elevens? I have the answer to that question. I know you have the answer. I don't think we should know it for guessing yeah. purposes. Yeah, maybe not yet. Um, no, I mean, 7-Elevens, 7-Elevens are everywhere in the States. And they're in Japan, and they're assuming. I'm assuming there's some in Europe as well. David, well, you've you're well traveled. What countries have you seen Seven Elevens in? 
America for sure. Okay. That's um, one. I don't know if I've seen a 7-Eleven anywhere else. I'm looking, looking at this they're list like and I don't know. They're like payphones. <laughs> if I if, if there was a movie called 7-Eleven starring Colin Farrell, I would know the answer. I think you've only been to time. two of the countries that are on the list. Like only two countries here that I know have 7-Eleven. Okay, that, that gives me some information because I feel pretty well traveled, as you, as you noted. So if... And it's, I can I'll tell you they're Mexico and Canada. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like seven elevens are pretty localized to North America. I area. think they're owned by Asian company, bro. I think seven eleven yeah, is like, like overall like it's centered in, like that's what I'm saying. So you seeing all of this. Oh well is I like haven't been sprawl, to a lot of Asian like, countries. I, that's true. Me neither, but I've seen <laughs> that they exist in like videos and stuff. So I think that the seven eleven is gonna be the highest. I feel like the the, oh, if we were to get back into uh, the psychology of the question, I feel like the answer that you, the obvious answer here is 7-Elevens. So for that reason, I'm going to say payphones. Because I feel like the, the natural reaction is like, oh, there's 7-Elevens everywhere. He gives everywhere. it to us sometimes. So Jacob there's gives no, us the, the obvious one sometimes. He does, like. but... Sometimes. I'm, I'm going to say payphones. If I had to put numbers on it, there is i'm so, i'm really bad the thing is if you have really bad with well yeah, this no is idea. the Seven Eleven number came about like recently i was looking around i was like what did you just see a lot of and i was like you see a lot of 7-eleven so i'm like at one point in time you probably saw a lot of pay phones and i'm wondering like you know you can kind of start to estimate like this is how many 7-elevens in a city this is presumably right. how many pay phones are in a city and again i don't think they're in places where we're seeing them and recognizing them but that's how i would I, yeah, maybe so start to approach it i would it. say there's probably more payphones than 7-elevens in any given city okay but well, it's a, well, but it's a worldwide because it's a, but it's a, a worldwide 7-eleven yeah but a fifth of the payphones are in new york yeah so there's, there's not a lot of 7-elevens those i think are actually somewhat hyper localized for the they're probably spread out everywhere but the big centers hmm. you know they're probably the like I don't know, LA, how many, New York, Chicago. So I, I'm going to guess payphones based on how many payphones per person exist. Like how <laughs> many payphones per person. That's, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to go. To, uh, I don't know. 150,000 payphones in the US. Okay. And it feels low. 125,000 7-Elevens worldwide. Okay. Feels low. It feels really low. That's what I'll say. Okay. I feel like both of those numbers are really high. I, I've i been trying to think about how many restaurants we did in that last episode to gauge 7-Elevens off that. That's what I'm, I'm like. I, I'm always like, how many Dunkin' Donuts per state are there? And I'm like... We, I think Four. the numbers for like the, the big franchises. Applebee's and Chili's. They were what? Close to 2,000? Yeah, they're in the 1, 2,000 range. Right. So I, oh, so I'm way high. I think you're high. So I, I'm going to guess. <laughs> we'll like, see. I'm going to guess like, I think there are more 7-Elevens globally, 12,000. And I guess I'm going to have to say less than 12,000 payphones. I'm going to go with... I guess it's going to be close. I'm going to go with 10,000 payphones. Okay. And you're going to lock in there? And I'm going to lock in there. So we we are pretty far. Like some, one pretty of us is going to be right and one of us yeah. is going to be wrong. <laughs> David, you are correct. And you're also a lot closer on the numbers. Yeah. Uh, Last couple of weeks you've had me. So yeah. this, I needed this one. So there are 100,000 payphones in the US, wow. says the FCC. Okay. Um, like I said, a fifth of them are in New York City. 
all those big companies sold them off. But in 2015, they brought in $286 million in revenue. Wow. That's not necessarily profit. Yeah. That's but still a lot of money. they're still bringing in money. But I can't imagine it costs that much. Like, it's a payphone. What do you, what's the cost? I think I was... You know this what? Is like those hot dog stand things where it's like you have to rent them for like two hundred thirty-seven thousand yeah, dollars a month. Medallions. Yeah, because I think like you you also pay to like maintain the network, mm. right? Right. So I, I don't know. I'm not really gonna say that I'm an expert. I read one CNN article about okay. it, and this was the end. If you Google how many payphones in the U.S., this number comes up. Um, 7-Eleven was started in Dallas, Texas. Okay. In 1927, they rebranded. Um, as 7-Eleven in 1946, right after the war. I don't know what, who wants to know what who they were supplying in the war and why they felt the need to rebrand, but okay. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> they only have 70,200 locations, which is still a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Um, right, compared to the Applebee's and Chili's. Compared to the Applebee's and guessing, Chili's, right. right? And so the country with the most, anyone want to guess? South Korea. I would say the U.S. Uh, the U.S. doesn't even crack top three. Ethan, wow. you were on it before Japan. It's Japan, okay. Japan has nearly 21,000. Jeez, yeah. they love 7-Eleven. I know, yeah, huh? it's like a thing. I yeah. was, they, you, they seem more, they seem nicer. I think the first 7-Eleven I ever went into was in Australia. Um, and I was like, this 7-Eleven had only ever heard of it on TV. And at that point, I don't think I'd been into one in the U.S. There was two in my town. So I feel like maybe that was part of, I was like, there were like four on this block. Yeah, like so, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Japan, then Thailand has like half of that. South Korea has similar See, amount. Yeah, they're Asian center. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they're all. So I don't think you've been to any of these other countries. Nope. Um, USA is just under. It's nine thousand three hundred and sixty-four. These are the numbers as of January twenty twenty. We got it from st- uh, statistics. This is good. This is pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, Taiwan, China, Philippines, Malaysia, Mexico, Australia. Actually. Now we're into the hundreds. Um, Canada, Singapore, Denmark, Norway. We're down into the tens now. Sweden, Vietnam, and United Arab Emirates. Hmm. Where was the U.S. on all this? Almost, the U.S. was fourth. Almost all of those countries are on my like to travel to list. Yeah, you're just a Seven Eleven. I'm a Seven Eleven fan. <laughs> they should definitely try to get every Seven Eleven on Earth. <laughs> Although I don't know if the people that are sh- like. I don't know. There's probably, I think a lot of people go to 7-Eleven. It's so. a wide cross-section of people. It's a, it's a convenience store. You go in there for two minutes if so long. Yeah, they were if trying you, to sell PS5s. If you need something earlier. convenient, yeah. Yeah. Where the 7 and the 11 come from, I don't, I don't know. I think it was their hours. They were open from 7 to 11. Oh. oh. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what? I did not look that far. Into, I didn't even look at their Wikipedia page. I only looked at the summary that Statista had for them. I so. feel like that was the whole thing. Is they're open from? It was like pre twenty four hour CVS type of thing. Seven mm-hmm. Eleven was open from seven a.m. to eleven p.m. That makes sense. And now though, when I do walk by Seven Eleven at midnight and it's closed, I'm that I get makes sense, so actually, angry yeah. though. Right. That's <laughs> I'm true. like, you should be open. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but almost it. like their hours are in their name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of on me. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's take a quick break. I have a number for after that, um, and so we'll be back in a second. All right, and we're back. Um, this number. So I was, I was looking for things today earlier that are like, what's old and outdated, um, kind of like payphones, right? So I was like, what's something that you know, kind of throughout like merry-go-rounds and i found it i like mm. googled this and i found the number for how many carousels they have in the u.s um now let me preface this a little bit 
This comes from the National Carousel Association. They have a website. You can go check it out. I think it's just like carousels.org or something. Um, <laughs> there's like a that. census that's updated regularly there. And according to them, like that's their most accurate number at any given time of the amount of active carousels. And they tell you like location, um, like city location, and then also like the type of carousel. And like there's only one, like one company that still makes them. Do you think there's like carousel enthusiasts who like? Yes, somebody's the president of this organization. There's, they have applications. I mean, like people phones. who are no, like people, but like people who just like they don't work for the website, but they leverage the website because they. I like don't think these people the get world. paid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it is. This being said, though, I've been on like a couple of carousels. I went to one in Warwick Mall in Rhode Island. Our uncle lives there. Mm. Um, there's one in the mall. Kid, you mean? Yeah, as a child, sorry, not recent. I I didn't take <laughs> so a date. A couple trip. days ago, I was in Warwick, Rhode Island, and I was like, gotta go on this carousel. So I'm actually the webmaster of this website. No. Um, so that that one was not listed on the website. Mm. Is it still active? So it isn't active. I looked it up, and it seems to still be active, like, through COVID. So now you're just throwing mud in the water. For so, yeah, stats. I'm saying, how accurate is this number? I'm not sure. But I have it for Which the US and Canada. Which is why it didn't make it into a matchup. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I can tell you that... There's integrity, integrity there. Yeah. Yeah. Karis, it comes from like Arabian and Turkish warriors in the 12th century. They would like toss around a clay ball on horses that was filled with, like, filled with um, perfume. And I guess if it like the ball like cracked open by you, it would smell like perfume. And it's it was like kind of stinky. Kinda. Yeah, it was kind of stinky until you could go... Well, I guess you can't shower, but like go swim in the river or whatever. Um... The first steam-powered carousel was in 1861, and that leads us to the carousels that we know today. It feels like there should have been a what did this shit cost. <laughs> I know, but there was no cost ready, readily available. And and I would have no idea how to estimate this because I wouldn't know how, what I would pay to buy a carousel. Yeah, I would not. You'd have to pay me to take one, I think. <laughs> They're kind of creepy, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely, if you have yeah. one, like if there's anyone that where it's not supposed to be, it's not cre- it's, it's creepy. Like I right. wouldn't and like even every, buy one of those small toy carousels. Every like, horror yeah. movie in an amusement park starts with the carousel lighting up and, and starts spinning around. And it's kind of moving like, yeah, and you have, yep, yeah. And you're like, yeah. that's the creepy. The bad guys come in, yeah. So, um, yeah. I thought they were great as a child. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go around in a circle, think bobs up and down, sweet. It's a pretty good ride, yeah. Yeah. So, anyone want to guess how many of these websites... <laughs> Thinks that they are. So they're 50 Certainly states, less right? than 7-Elevens. Definitely less than 7-Elevens. Definitely less than payphones. I can give is you those more, hints. Are there more carousels or chilies? I would say... Right. This is, this is a good comparison. A, well, but we also... It's really... It's not even the number of carousels. It's the number of carousels registered to this website. Because yeah, we know remember Chili's was at missing. 1,600. So do you think that this website is undercounting the number of carousels then? From I think that they're said, undercounting. Yeah. I think that they're probably more. So I'll, I'll give you, you know, a pretty wide berth on this, but... Um, Feels like there's like 1,200 carousels listed on this website. I don't think that's a bad guess. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I literally have no idea. There's more chilies. There are more chilies. I'll just give you guys the answer. There's, there's more chilies. In the US, they have 390. And yeah. in Canada, there's 20. <laughs> So I feel like there's Suck more than 400. I feel like there's more USA, than USA number one. I think we can double this. I think we can say there are like 800 carousels in the US. Because there's got to be... If they missed the one in Warwick... Th- Here's my thing. If I've been to 
a carousel, Any carousel a that carousel. I can recall and <laughs> I could identify it wasn't on the website. The website's flawed. It's not doing well. It already right. looks like it was dragged out of like 2001, but you know. If wow. you own a carousel, you're not self-reporting that. There are only yeah. plenty of carousels in Canada. <laughs> that uh, the enthusiasts have uh, identified. There has to be Actually, more than no, 20. No, the Canada yeah. number kind of makes sense because I don't think carousels do well in the winter months. Dude, they have these they have... malls. You know that, right? No, I yeah, but like, a lot of them, uh, there's one out things. on the common head. There's yeah. one other, but the one in Warwick was in the mall. Yeah, that one was in a mall. So a I'm just saying, I mean. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's easy like in an American park to just plop a carousel in there. Whereas I mean, in maybe Canada, there's a lot more in the south than there would be in the north. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. So therefore, it may just decrease as you continue to get towards uh, Canada. Right. I'm not saying there's none in Canada. I'm just saying they're there's only 20. indoors because yeah. you're just not going to, it's not going to be a successful less, business if yeah. you can't operate it nine months out of the year, you know? Tell that to Spirit <laughs> and uh, all the other Christmas tree stores. Um, do we want to just talk F9 quickly? I would love to. Great movie. Highly recommend Let's it. Let's say 15 everyone, out of 10. Everyone should go see it. If you don't rate us five stars, go somewhere and rate F9 because it's so good. Everyone should be talking about it. The thing about the F9 movies that I think people don't understand is that I and again, this is Fast and Furious for the uninitiated. I I said fifteen this, minutes into our podcast, and you don't know what F nine is. <laughs> I said this the night we watched the movie. Every time I go see a Fast and Furious movie, and I've seen I think the last three in theaters, I go in with high expectations. Like like I am expecting a great film, and every single time it exceeds those expectations, and I leave extremely satisfied. I'm like I can't believe they did it again. I feel like I felt similarly. Like I expected some cool things out of it, and I was still surprised and impressed. I, it, it's because they, the set pieces that they have in it, are ridiculous. And like they also, like this isn't. I don't think there's a spoiler. Ten minutes into the movie, one of the characters is getting, a lot of them are getting shot at, but one of them is getting shot at by like it's him versus twenty people with guns. Yep, machine guns. They're all shooting at him. From like, yeah, from like, from like stormtrooper mode. Not, not like from like hundreds. Like they are legitimately like staring him in the he, face. And he, he's like running he's away from bullets. He's he's not like happens to be under the water and they're shooting at him and they're missing. Right. They they can see him. There is there is a point where he is in the middle of a building and they're all on the second floor of the building in around surrounding him in a circle and they all open fire and none of the bullets and are, nothing lands. Bad. And you know, Hannah and I were rewatching like Fast Five recently. And she, they're running through the Flavias, whatever. And she's like, "How is no one getting hit by bullets?" And I'm like, "It just, you just you need just to accept believe, it." Yeah. Like Suspend. once you, once yeah, the suspensive disbelief in this movie and this whole franchise, in the is entire franchise, integral. It's I. So I said this. I this is the reason that I dislike Westworld is because Fast and Furious doesn't take themselves too seriously. They play. They lean into this thing where they're like. Yeah, we're going to launch a tank over a 150-foot gap, and it's going to, like, shoot a grappling hook over a thing. Like, physics doesn't matter in Fast and Furious. In Westworld, they're like... In in Westworld, they're like, this is a serious show. But it's really just Fast and Furious. None of it is realistic. 
but they're like trying to take themselves too seriously, and that's why. And then they can't live up to the rules. Such a big beef with Westworld. It's insane. Dislike it, but no. But so this thing comes up like most of the times. At the end of season three of Westworld, I've decided that I'm actually back in because I've realized that it's just. If I approach it as Fast and Furious, right. I assume there are no longer rules. There are no longer rules. My expectations on all forms of media, I'm bound to be ended. I've stopped trying to figure it out because if you try to like do the math on Fast and Furious, it doesn't work out. You're like that. When you realize you can free your mind if you just decide there are no rules, spoon, bro. Yeah, (laughs) everything becomes a lot more accessible. So uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, just a 15 out of 10. I. I think so. I looked this up. The guy who directed, I want to say four, five, and six. This was Justin Lin. Justin Lin. I think he has been responsible for some of the better ones. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Justin Lin? Yeah. I I think he did like a, I'm looking up his IMDb now. Ethan, what did you think of the movie? Uh, Yeah, I'm not a diehard F fast and furious fan i guess i mean i guess maybe uh through this podcast but i've not seen all of them um it's fun it is light it is easy um what i like about it is i feel like it has a lot of cross appeal to a lot of different people which is it it's very surface level and it's very but it's well-intentioned and it does what it's supposed to do very well i think you know just a fun two-hour movie that you get in. You know, you get your your socks knocked off, and then you walk out of there. I would. There are things with it where it's like it's like unpredictably predictable, in the sense that like you're like I this love is... the Cardi B cameo by the right, way. Like, I thought like, that was it's really like, funny. Y- yeah, you you like you get a Cardi B cameo out of out of nowhere, but also it's like this storyline of like oh there's a bad guy who gets a shot at redemption and he nails that shot of redemption right. and then they let him go. And then he comes back at the critical moment at the end to save the day. And you're like, that's too obvious. They're not going to do that. And they're like, no, we're going to do that. <laughs> like they just, they tee it up to themselves and they're like, no, no, no. You're like, no, this is, this is too but predictable. They knock it out of the park. And yeah. they're like, no, 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 we're going to knock it out of the park. And then they do it. And you're like, okay. Why did I think he did like a, I, don't, I thought he did like a Marvel movie or, or like a maybe like an A24 mm, movie or something, yeah. but he directed a couple episodes of True Detective, um, Community, he's done a couple of those. Nice. Um, and then he he wrote the screenplay and story by for F9 and, you know, a few of these. Right. But he was also the director for, I think, four, five, and six. Then he was they... an EP for six. Yeah, but he hasn't worked on all. He hasn't worked on all of them, but he I believe he is signed on to be the director for the next he's, three. He's r- three yeah. more in the are locked Yeah, they're in. committed all the way through twelve. Wow. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that you is were correct. Phenomenal. On that. Holy shit. Yeah, so like not including spin offs like Hobbs and Shaw. Wow. There will be twelve Fast and Furious movies for sure. And I I'm pretty sure they like they have everyone locked up for it. Like they have Vin Diesel, they have you Michelle know, Rodriguez. What's great about these movies too is that sometimes I my anxiety won't let me watch uh, sequels of things without seeing the first one. And this is no worries, bro. You can miss the first 15 minutes of the movie. You can not see any of them. You'll know what's going on. You'll the, catch the beats. The main, I mean? the main storyline of Fate of the Furious, uh, with like some minor spoilers, I'll say, is that um, Charlie's Theron's character, Cypher, 
kidnaps Dom. That's such Toretto. a classic yeah, name, Dom by the way. Cipher. Cipher. Yeah. So she she <laughs> kidnaps like Dom's yeah. son and baby mama, and then at the end of the movie, she kills her, the baby mama. Right. The start of the of Fast Nine, they like discover Cipher, and Ludacris like really on the nose is like, Dom, we're talking about Cipher. The woman who killed your the mother of your child, and you're like they do the exposition for. Yep. People okay. Like, yeah. Remember last that's, movie? They, <laughs> that's they like do they're it like all the time. here you go. Remember last movie? They will now you're caught so up. Much exposition and just on. walk you through yeah. everything that's happening. So it's nice. I mean, you won't leave the really... movie confused. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that was my biggest fear. You might like be confused for other reasons. <laughs> was that it was going to be too confusing to no. to keep up with? So it really excelled. Yeah. There's no <laughs> official uh, previously on, but. They, they basically give it. Yeah, yeah, they basically give it to you. Uh, it's incredible, and mm. they really explore how far you can stretch a single concept for an entire movie. And this movie, it was magnets. So yeah, get ready for that because there's a lot of magnets. That's not a spoiler, but yeah, magnets. And, like it's really like, you know, there's an onion video. Maybe we'll repost it. Uh, from like whenever Fast Five came out about how Fast and Furious is all being made by like a six-year-old yeah, so who's just no, you know playing with his toys right and it is kind of like that because i feel like you know maybe that six-year-old is now in middle school and he just learned that's about six, magnets. i think that six-year-old is just <laughs> justin <laughs> lind yeah he, he just learned about magnetism he was six yeah so you know maybe the next one will have to do with i don't know combustion or something else yeah the krebs cycle i'm, I don't I'm know. excited <laughs> for the leap which Marvel took this leap, but if you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, everything is quantum. I'm excited for that to happen to Fast and Furious by like oh, Fast and Furious good. 11. It'll be like quantum, whatever, and then you'll and be now like, it makes sense. Yeah. Maybe they go to cyberspace next. Cyberspace, right? They yeah, went to space. They go now into they go to the computer or something. I mean, where else could they go? They've been to space. They've been to Have the ocean. Have they done underwater? Yeah. Ooh. Well, journey to the center of the earth type something. I don't know. Well, because they were a in a, a submarine. These oh, they took down, well, they took down a submarine, but th- like a race in underwater tunnels. Okay. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, they're they're driving subs. Isn't there that? Isn't there that? The, you know, like the tube would have between London and and France, right? Yes. And Paris. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. Justin Lin. Justin Hold Lin. On, actually, so many ideas <laughs> Let's cut here. that. I don't need anyone to take my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought of fast underwater? Yeah, we have what to come is, up with a good name. What but. do you think is the the name of Fast Ten going to be? What's what do they decide on? I don't think anyone can predict that. <laughs> it's, it's like impossible. the weather; there are too many variables. Yeah, well, it's definitely not going to be F ten. No, too, um, too straightforward. Unless it is, you know. No, I think it, it'll have to. They never go in an order. Like there's a pattern eventually, but it's. I think it will be Fast Ten Furious. Fast and Furious. That would be kind of cool. Fast 10 Furious. Fast 10 Furious. Yeah. I like it's just it's crazy enough to work. <laughs> or it'll be it'll be like something and then the the tagline will be Fast 10 your seat belts. Yo, this is so many good ideas, guys. Are you sure we want to release this episode? <laughs> Justin hit us up. Okay. Um all right and uh with that, let's call it this week. This was a good episode, guys. Um Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Instagram at StatRatsPod. Uh, we're StatRatsPod at gmail.com and we're StatRatsPod.com as well. So any of those places, if you have suggestions, um, 
you know, anything you want us to talk about, just let us know. Uh, we'll be happy to give you that shout out. Um, until next couple of weeks, though, see you guys. See ya. All right.